Shalom, and thank you for listening to Progressively Jewish, the podcast where you can explore and connect to Judaism through a progressive Jewish lens. I'm Rabbi Monique Mayer of the Bristol and West Progressive Jewish Congregation, and today I am delighted to be here with my colleagues, Rabbi Richard Jacobi of East London and Essex Liberal Synagogue, Rabbi Tanya Soknovich of Nottingham Liberal Synagogue, Rabbi Debbie Young-Summers of Edgware and Hendon Reform Synagogue, and Rabbi Igor Zinkoff of the Liberal Jewish Synagogue. And today, we're going to share with you our reflections and thoughts about Progressively Jewish, as well as our hopes for the future. Hello, and welcome to Progressively Jewish Podcasts. It's a wonderful opportunity for me to be together with our progressively Jewish theme. And we will spend the first part of our conversation on a few reflections about the past, the present, and the future of progressively Jewish podcast. I personally particularly enjoyed the diversity of rabbinic voices and the richness of progressively Jewish, which I wasn't sure will be offered to start with. Because when we started the project, we had no expectations, or we had expectations that didn't know where they will be met. So I was so wonderfully surprised by the offer and an opportunity as a rabbi to listen to the voices of my colleagues, which on any other basis, I wouldn't have an opportunity to tune to. And I wonder whether my colleagues feel the same, or they might have different views on how we've done so far. Yeah, I, I really agree, Tanya. I think that diversity of voices was really special. Um, and the ability that we had to suddenly travel all over the country, wherever people are, and I think that's also a reflection of what it's been like for many people to be in lockdown, the limitations of our lives, but there was also an opening up of our lives. I know lots of people have traveled between synagogues in ways that they couldn't before. Um, and that way that Progressively Jewish was able to reflect that sense of our diversity and, and the length and breadth of the UK, even getting to the US, that people could jump around between Jewish spaces has been really impressive. Oh, that's great, Debbie. Thank you so much. And I wonder whether, Richard, you would like to add something to it? I, I was struck as Debbie was talking, and thanks, Tanya, uh, that one of the features of the change that's been happening for everyone is how geographical distance has become less of an issue, almost Mm -hmm. disappeared while we're online. And so the fact that we've had contributors from so far Israel, uh, the Czech Republic, Europe, um, and also North America means that we're truly starting to be part of the world union of progressive Judaism in many ways, that anyone in any continent can both listen to us and also participate in this. So I know that the figures that we looked at earlier this week said we're being heard in over 40 countries around the world. And for any rabbi, that's got to be an ego boost to think we're meeting the needs of, of people around the world and not just in our own little congregation. So it, I didn't expect it. I didn't even think that we would be going on that sort of basis. And perhaps that's a limitation on my part that I 
fail to appreciate just how global this reach can be. So it's been quite stunning to realise that. Well, thank you so much, Richard and Debbie. I completely agree with you. It's amazing. So, so, so far, it seems that Progressively Jewish exceeded our expectations, but I wonder whether Monique thinks otherwise. No, <laughs> on the contrary, Tanya. Um, I think um, I agree with everything that everybody said before. And I also think what was such a lovely surprise for me, and when I, you know, so that when I say it exceeded my expectations, is that we had such a diversity of approaches, not just a diversity in terms of where people were from in the country, but each person brought themselves and their own lens and their own experience and their own unique way of uh, looking at Judaism and looking at whatever our theme was. And it, and I was, each day I was so excited to hear a different take and, uh, and just, uh, it, I know it opened me up to, and opened my mind to just how broad our our progressive tent is and and i think i got really excited because it meant getting that out there in these 40 plus countries so that people around the world were starting to encounter progressive judaism and see and hear probably more hear than see just how much we had to offer Absolutely. Thank you so much, Monique. That, that's great to hear that. And I wonder whether, Igor, you've got some particular moments which you enjoyed the most uh, during the work on Progressively Jewish. Well, I have, I have many moments uh, which I enjoyed, and I don't want to single out uh, one particular. However, I would like to say that uh, one of the functions of religion for me in general uh, is to give a structure of life so that... Uh, to have something to look forward to. And in a way, um, this 60 days, this two months, which provided almost 60 episodes uh, every day, I know that it gave some people structure and to an opportunity to, to look forward to something. And especially in the places or where people have to isolate and uh, in a quite remote from other people. And I think that created a sense of um, um, unity of being together. And that's what particularly uh, struck me and um, was very meaningful to me. That's great, Igor, thank you so much. And it's amazing to, that we can celebrate the sense of unity. Would you agree, Debbie? Yeah, I think, I think that sense of unity is really fascinating because for me, what was so beautiful was the real diversity of the things that we were bringing to the table. You know, the, the breadth of what our, our rabbis and um, leaders are, are doing and are engaging with around the same idea, the same topic, would spark so many different ideas. And um, I suppose that the, the, the thing that comes to mind is that unity doesn't mean uniformity. And that idea that we are united and together and sharing our wisdom in such diverse ways is so brilliant. Um, and it's so rare as rabbis ourselves to get to hear our colleagues being brilliant so regularly because normally we don't get to, to hear each other in that way. Um, so I've just really valued hearing that. 
that diversity that's brought us together. I loved what you said, Debbie, absolutely. Particularly, I think, in the modern world, when it becomes seemingly more theocratic, to have that diversity of expression is truly what progressive Judaism stands for, is diversity, but at the same time, it's unity, exactly as you said. Thank you so much. And it's wonderful to, to hear opinions of my colleagues and to see that we've all been greatly inspired, being both a team, but also working on this amazing project. Richard, please. Thanks, Tanya, for helping us reflect on how things have gone so far. And when we had our own discussion about whether this series should be a project that we could say is done and dusted and leave it and stop, I, I think some of the, the comments that we've just heard and some of the feelings that we've picked up from some of our listeners around the importance of the structure that Eagle men mentioned, the reality of diverse voices, and we've used that word perhaps more than any other particular word in our conversation so far. And we've touched on also the, the times we're in, which seem to me to carry threats of becoming a more authoritarian, a more single-voiced society, a more command and control. And that's the antithesis of our progressive Judaism, where there is a plurality of voice, where the minority is being respected and more than respected, welcomed and appreciated for its alternative perspective. And so when we face that question, and I'm sharing with the listeners, I hope, some of the discussion we had um, when we decided that we couldn't stop now, that it was because there needs to be that force for reinforcing people's sense of their view, their learning, their point of um, concern, their interests, their perspective on life is really important. And so we are launching today um, the second phase of Progressively Jewish, which sees us move from this intense period in Jewish life and the structure that Igor talked about and the diversity that we've all mentioned and also the, the need for some comfort, some inspiration and something that takes us beyond our own homes, which many of us are spending more time in, to hear about ideas and perspectives that perhaps we hadn't considered before. And so as we're moving forward, I wonder if uh, I could hand over to, to Debbie to take us into a short introduction and discussion of how the future might look for Progressively Jewish. So I'm really delighted that we are carrying on. I'm also pleased that we're uh, scaling back a little bit because I think it was a lot of work for people and I'm so impressed at everything this group has done. You guys particularly have been amazing. People uploading and getting things in at the last minute. Rabbis are busy people and it was really impressive to see it happen and work. Um, but for me, I think one of the most fascinating experiences of the last six months has been that Torah has spoken to me in ways that I never expected it to. And I've always taught as a rabbi the beauty of turning Torah in every cycle. And we read it in new lenses every year and it's different every time we return to it. 
but the clarity with which Torah has spoken to me through COVID and the new things that I have learned um, about my history and about my my present through reading Torah in a pandemic is not something we could have predicted this time last year. Um, and I think as we start that Torah cycle again, and knowing that we're going to continue having a little bit of that from a progressive Jewish voice each week is really exciting. Um, and I'm just really looking forward to continuing that learning with our colleagues and others. Um, has anyone else got something they're really looking forward to about us continuing? I'm really looking forward to reconnecting with my colleagues and having this unique opportunity to bring them into conversation about weekly Torah portion and also to see their insights in, in it and, and have those conversations. I found Progressively Jews so far inspirational and I look forward to more ideas and more inspiration from my colleagues. And of course, thank you, Tanya. Going forward, the hope is that our podcast won't necessarily be one voice, but multiple voices speaking to the portion in our one episode. What's the benefit of that for, um, for how we think about Torah? That's a great question, Debbie. And I think there's something for us about modelling the kind of future we see that respects different voices and allows people to have their own interpretations and their own perspectives. So the sorts of things we're anticipating for our listeners to experience will be a Friday morning episode arriving at your podcast provider that has anywhere between two and five or six voices debating a theme that emerges out of the weekly Torah portion so that those themes will be issues that are both timeless and we I would say hoped very timely and I was very struck Debbie by what you were saying about how we are in a way back with something that the Bible talked about it talked about plague and here we are in that time that we thought our civilization our society had moved beyond and now we're thrown back into uh, a time that resonates so much with what was going on in the past in the many generations of uh, Jewish scholarship but Jewish life and that as we continue it won't just be rabbis and cantors that are contributing but as we've had a few times in these podcasts so far we'll hopefully be interacting with educators congregants Jews with other disciplines that are their specialisms so that they can bring their perspectives into our discussions as well and that progressively Jewish isn't just progressively rabbinic it's progressively Jewish and of course it's not just the the voices of the podcast that have made the podcast it's been all of the listeners who have helped us know that it's going somewhere know that people are listening I, I know that many of us have received feedback from people about what they really loved and what it meant to them but we would really love to continue hearing from all of you who are listening about what it is that you want to hear what are you interested in would you like episodes on festivals do you want us to just stick to the parasha um, would you like to contribute would you like to be in one of these voices um, we would love to hear from people around the country and around the world who've been listening to progressively jewish and to hear what it is that you'd like us to do going forward one of the things which um i particularly enjoyed is the fact that when i upload or record an episode i understand that people are going to listen to it 
uh, at the during the run or cycling exercise or maybe in their car or maybe uh, at home um and in a way that I, I i know that people in a way progressive judaism came to people's home now and this kind of a uh, cold mamadaka this uh, this this uh, still silent voice of uh, our judaism uh, came in the medium of the podcast um, this year and uh, our email is progressivelyjewish at gmail.com and uh, i hope i hope we'll hear from you with suggestions or maybe you you would like to be our guest thank you igor that's that's lovely and i think in in a way you've concluded our discussion for us uh, very nicely with um what i'm sure all five of us in this team and we're hoping our core team will be expanded a little bit as we're now looking to go for the the whole of the rest of 5781 this jewish year that we're we're in um so that we can provide um that what we hope will be a service to everyone what we hope will be of interest to everyone and what we hope will continue to strengthen the different voices that are around the world the jewish world that are viewing things through each person's own unique perspective whether you're progressively becoming jewish or progressively becoming more jewish however you want to see those phrasings that's what we hope this series will be about so tanya thank you for your participation this morning igor thank you very much debbie thank you very much monique do you want to say a word before we close i just want to express my gratitude to the entire team it has been a labor of love um, if those of you who have been listening haven't um, sensed that, but I can definitely say for each of us, we we did this out of um, the love for progressive Judaism and our and our own inquisitiveness to find out more, and also our desire to share the the broadness and the richness of progressive Judaism to all of you, the listeners. So thank you so much. Thank you, Rabbis Richard Jacobi, Tanya Sachnovich, Debbie Young-Summers, and Igor Zinkov. And thanks to Liberal Judaism, Reform Judaism, and Leo Beck College for supporting Progressively Jewish. If you haven't already, please do subscribe to Progressively Jewish so that you can receive all our episodes and we can improve on all those algorithms we keep hearing about. As the old adage from customer service goes, if you're not happy, tell us. If you are happy, tell others. You can contact us by writing to progressivelyjewish at gmail.com. Please recommend us to your friends and fellow congregants those who are Jewish and people of all faiths and none. Also, do please leave a comment and review with your podcast provider. This Friday, we begin our new series of Progressively Jewish, exploring the weekly Torah portion with an episode on conservation, hosted by Rabbi Igor Zinkov of the Liberal Jewish Synagogue.